0: How can predictability be enjoyable? When we're listening to a song, we're working off of expectations we've built out of all the hours and years and sometimes decades that we've had listening to music. Expectations about what sounds will come next. When a song comes on that you know, you can expect every note, every chord, every beat. And when a song comes on that you don't know, you can still take some educated guesses about what the next note will be, the next chord, the next drum beat. I know right now you can't tell, and maybe you don't even have the words for it, but you might be able to just feel what should come next. Ah, that's better. Every moment that you listen to music, your mind is predicting the next moment of music. Sometimes you get a surprise, and sometimes you get exactly what you expect. Now, you might think a melody that just does what you expect would be boring. So, how can a song make itself more enjoyable by fulfilling your expectations? Welcome to Song Appeal, where we dive into your favorite songs to answer the question, why do we like the music we like? I'm your host, Hunter Ferris, and on today's episode, let's take a look at one reason why we like Unwell by Matchbox 20. You can find the full transcript for this episode, references, and a link to hear the song at songappealofficial.com unwell. Thanks so much to my patrons for making this show possible. If you want to help support this show and get great perks, visit patreon.com songappeal. This episode will go into the science of certain notes on the major scale and how they help us like the music we like. If you want to learn more about that, check out Coursera's program, Music as Biology, What We Like to Hear and Why, at bit.ly slash music as biology. I love this song. Not just for Rob Thomas' voice, but for the melody. This was a tune that my girlfriend and I would sing around a piano and belt on road trips back when we were dating. This was a tune that a surprising amount of my piano students knew before they were 13. This was a tune that perfectly played off of people's predictions to help us love this song. To understand why, I interviewed an expert about this song. I'm Claire Arthur. She researches everything from melody to harmony to rhythm. But I'm also interested in how those things set up musical expectations or create emotional reactions in a listener. And in the case of Unwell, it uses the fifth note on a scale and the interval of a fifth to create those musical expectations that it fulfills over and over. The fifth note of a scale, or the fifth scale degree, permeates the chorus. I'm going to play the song and clap every time Rob Thomas sings the fifth scale degree in the chorus. That is a lot of Scale Degree 5. Now, each Scale Degree has its own function, its own purpose, its own distinct feeling. If you ask a large group of people, what's it like to eat a pear? Their descriptions would likely be very similar. Grainy texture and it's juicy. So you have a similar thing when you ask people, well, what does Scale Degree 1 sound like? or what does Scale Degree 5 sound like? If you go from individual to individual, they tend to look a lot the same. The idea is that a listener might recognize some distinctive feeling, some character or quality associated with some musical moment. This difference is distinct enough that colleges and universities train people to instantly recognize how each Scale Degree feels in a class called Aural Skills. Part of the distinctive feeling of each Scale Degree is that each one sets up the next note and makes us expect certain notes. Some scale degrees really want to move up to one or down to five or up to three, but they all have one thing in common. Everything wants to go back eventually to one. Scale degree one acts a bit like a gravity well, pulling everything towards it. And scale degree five is as far away as you can get from scale degree one while staying in the key. If you go any higher, you're just getting closer to scale degree 1 an octave higher. Because it's so far away from scale degree 1, scale degree 5 feels unstable. It makes us want to feel some kind of resolution. It makes us expect that we're going to hear scale degree 1 pretty soon. Maybe not immediately, but stay a while and maybe then you'll see it move to scale degree 1. Just by singing the fifth note of a scale, Rob Thomas is helping us expect to hear scale degree 1. And almost every time he sings scale degree 5, he immediately moves straight to scale degree 1, giving us exactly what we expect. But the tension doesn't just come from the note he's singing. The tension also comes from how he gets there. Rob Thomas isn't just singing the fifth scale degree, he's jumping up and down by the interval of a fifth. An interval is the distance between two notes, and a fifth is the distance it would take to get from the first scale degree to the fifth scale degree. I'm going to play the chorus again, and this time I'm going to play along every time he sings a fifth. could have got to scale degree 5 by dropping down a second, or jumping up a third, or dropping down a fourth, but he didn't. He chose to leap up by a fifth. And he chose to leap up by a fifth right after he spent most of the verse hanging around scale degree 1 with really small intervals. Suddenly you have sort of an upward shift in the chorus. And the higher the note, the higher the tension. This fifth is leaping up, so in that sense it's creating a bit of tension. So how does Matchbox 20 resolve the tension from that fifth? By going straight to the most stable, most resolved note, scale degree 1. It's not just that note 5 makes us expect note 1. It's that the leap from note 1 to note 5 gives us enough tension that we have even more of an expectation to go back to note 1. And that's exactly what we get. Now, I thought that when we expect something and then we get it, that would be pretty boring. So why is predictability enjoyable in this song? In his book Sweet Anticipation, which is specifically about expecting certain notes, the psychologist David Huron wrote, Organisms respond better to expected events than unexpected events. If you expect something, you can prepare for it. You can know if it's bad or not before it happens. It won't catch you off guard. He continued to explain that your brain trains itself to predict your own future. That way you can get better at expecting things and not getting caught off guard. So how does your brain train itself? The same way you train anything else, Reward it for doing things right. When you hear something that gives your brain a reason to think, I know what's coming next. You start playing this neural game show. You guess what comes next, and if you're right, you get this tiny hit of dopamine. And if you're wrong, you get nothing. You might even get quote unquote punished. And your brain plays this game show with everything, down to the music you listen to. So when Rob Thomas leaps up a fifth to get to scale degree five, your brain thinks, I know what's coming next. I feel like I'm headed for a, he's totally gonna sing, isn't he? And when he does exactly what you expect, your brain says, ha, nailed it, and rewards itself with some dopamine. So as counterintuitive as it is, a song that's easy to predict can be more enjoyable because it's easy to predict. When this song gives us the fifth scale degree and the interval of a fifth at the same time, we start to have these musical expectations. And since those expectations are met, we get to enjoy this song so much more. People sometimes criticize pop music for being too simple, too repetitive, or being exactly what you expect. Surprise can be enjoyable too, and we'll get to that in another episode. But biologically, our brains have to learn to predict what's coming next so we won't go crazy or a little unwell. So sometimes we need something predictable, something simple. Sometimes a song's predictability can be its greatest strength. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, check out songappealofficial.com for more episodes. Thanks so much to my patrons for making the show possible. If you want to help support this show, visit patreon.com slash songappeal. You can find more from Claire Arthur at clairearthur.com. Again, thanks so much for listening. I'll talk with you soon. In the meantime, have a great day and enjoy your music.